isn't your typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. Welcome to the show today, everybody. We're going to crush this. My name is Bradshaw, and with me as always, Mr. Dan Agosh. Dan, how you doing tonight, bud? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. You know, uh, it's been a rough couple uh, days. Uh, not just uh, what we just saw, but uh, in our uh, traveling, uh, it was pretty rough. And uh, But we got to it. A new week. Uh, we're going to get ready for the Champaign County Fair. Uh, I'll be at McDonald, Tennessee this weekend uh, with the ride truck. So, uh, giving rides between 11 and 4 at the dealership Dagger Crown Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Uh, come out, say hi, what's up. But, um, man, uh, this week was supposed to be uh, interviewing with uh, Michael Christensen uh, with the situation that we had in the last couple days um, kind of. You know, uh, he even agreed. Um, we'll just move his in uh, episode the next week. So next week we'll have Michael, but this week we kind of want to honor, um, you know, this episode. Uh, it's kinda, we kind of wanted to make like a talk or a uh, chat, and uh, you know, um, always wanted to have a uh, uh, Scott on. But we never got a chance to. But um, outside of that, folks, once once again, thank you uh, for everyone that listens, watch, and subscribe for us. Thank you for the five stars on iTunes, uh, downloads, and stuff like that. We've been following track for, on that stuff, and uh, 
it's pretty cool watching that stuff in general. Um, also, Spotify, thank you for watching our uh, – or not watching, listening to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes, um, kind of our big ticket. We also do it a lot on other platforms, but those are the two big platforms. Um, once again, also want to thank Joey Sylvester of High Octane Coffee. Uh, you guys been – he's been with us since the start, and, uh, and hopefully uh, we'll get him on and um, – Again, just to talk and stuff like that and uh, start maybe doing some giveaways. Uh, also, Jay, uh, Jay Concepts, they've been with us for the last few years. Um, thank you again for all the RC stuff uh, that you guys have been making from short track to short course, uh, monster trucks, mega trucks, and now um, pretty soon um, a big ticket right now has been no prep RC racing. So the same stuff that you see on like street outlaws or the no prep stuff that you see in general, that's starting to get really popular. So it's pretty cool to take a look at that stuff. Um, also, um, Justin story making track. Uh, this is on, uh, amazon.com $10 a pop. Take a look at this stuff. This is pretty cool. It's, um, a pretty good read. Uh, you know, it's it's just a story about, you know, a monster truck show. You learn about the drivers. You learn about what's going on. Um, yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a, you know, a 13 or a kids type deal. But it, even adults it, can like that. It's even you such know? a good read that, you know, uh, Mike Nugent always asks Cheech to read it to him right before bedtime. <laughs> if, a, if I have to get the boy to go to sleep, I'll try anything. Um <laughs> You know, and also uh, Back Channel Productions, uh, they do a lot of the Renegade tour. Uh, also doing a lot of uh, sideshows too. I think he was probably at the Evansville, Indiana one last weekend. Uh, go check out his stuff on YouTube. Back Channel Productions, the the quality is awesome, and uh, you know it's pretty cool to see what he has done uh, from the story of Bulg of local fairs and shows near the Winchester, Virginia area to now traveling all over the United States, just doing this stuff. So go check him out. Nick Davis and back channel productions, six B apparel. What can I say? Those guys have helped us. Chris and all of them have helped us out more than we need. Um, you know, the uniforms that we make, uh, pretty soon, um, they're going to be making some hats, uh, you know, Chris, you know, helps us out a lot, a long time. And once again, those crew shirts, which we're the only podcast that has one, I'm just sticking it out there. Who cares? We are. And I, you know, we dish it out when we can. It's a hundred dollars a pop. A lot of teams also run that same type of price for crew shirts. And, uh, they're actually more expensive if it actually is the right type. When I say right type, like flame retardant crew shirts or, Stuff like that. So, um, anyway, $100 pop. Ask me or uh, want to be Josh over there, Dig Roads. And uh, <laughs> I get some laughter. But it's it's the new wave and the old school one. So, take yep. a look at that. Decals are coming too. So, um, the last shipment, I basically gave it away more than I even sold it. So, uh, if you guys want, it's going to be the new wave logo. And uh, we will, uh, once again, $5 a pop. You want them. Um, I put them on for our guests. So uh, that's be pretty cool. Take a look at that. JB Skull Graphics, officially licensed by Bigfoot, Overkill, Obsessed, 
Bad Habit, Against the Grain, um, many more. Uh, they also make flags. So if you want your gravedigger flag or, or you know, um, a Ford Bigfoot flag or even like a bad company flag or something like that, just to make a little bit accent to, you know, your personalized uh, truck. Uh, Mike Hedman, you got to buy stickers. If you're waiting for a sticker, I need to wait for cash that's coming out of your pocket to go to me. So until then, we're on a standing there draw there, buckaroo. <laughs> Listen there, Jack. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, go check them out. They're pretty cool, John and them. And then uh, Bradley Shaw Designs. Uh, go take a look at his work from the Bigfoot Bad Boy to Renegade Monster Trick Tour. So uh, this is... Uh, you know, speaking it, of dig, there he is. Pops up in chat. <laughs> oh yeah, make your trucks go because he's mine with JB Scale Graphics. Look at that spoke person of the day. And speaking about Josh, go take a look at his podcast. Yes, Retro Monster Truck Review. Uh, it's on iTunes on Spotify. They do a bunch of stuff. This year, I I think this week was I think supposed to be an episode with me, but I think we're a whole bad off because um. Uh, of Orlando 2000 when Scott Hartsock beat Tom Mentz and Goldberg. Which who came back on WWE Raw last night. Yes, yes indeed. And uh, uh, took the flag away from Tom Mentz. Which that reminds me, I got a message you, Josh, on getting on the show. I keep forgetting. Well, that's the problem then. Don't forget. (laughs) (laughs) But... But man, the, the intro was pretty cool, and I forgot back in the two thousands that that they did that a lot. Remember, um, if anyone remember the Gravedigger twentieth anniversary VHS and the ending credits, that I think that was the same group that did yeah. that stuff. They, I think um, they had one for like Max D and stuff like that. And I will say, the Gunslinger, the song for it, I still love. Like I, I, like I, I don't know if Cheech caught me in the in the, our little. Uh, thing here but in the bottom it just shows like little screens of us and i was just like rocking out like headbag into the song like i it's just man let's just get into it man like uh, it, it's it, oh, let's it's, go it, let's start this first yeah we'll talk about scott later but what was the first time you ever heard or saw the gunslinger truck um it was in the uh well TNM Motor Madness days when they switched from USA Motorsports to USHRA. And that's when I started seeing this, you know, red gunslinger truck. And being a huge John Force fan, with when John Force switched over to Ford, I'm like, Ford everything. So, you know, that's when I first started seeing Scott with Gunslinger. Um, I've seen him a little bit with the Penda series. You know, he I remember, you know, vividly, you know, he did some events with them. Uh, when he had the kind of old school ranger body. But how about you, Cheech? When was the first time that you kind of discovered Scott Hartsock and the Gunslinger? Well, I never knew about Scott Hartsock, but I knew the first time I ever saw Gunslinger was on a CBS, a TBS show. So sponsored by, you know, you know, Ted Turner. It was a show called Thunder in Paradise. If anyone remembers that. So this is when Hulk Hogan jumped over the WCW so you can get that movie title deal and all that stuff well there was an episode where some of the other wrestlers or something like that it was an episode where like megasaurus was in the sand hulk hogan was driving the so-called monster truck there but it was gunslinger it was a leafer 
in a short cab uh, F-150. Um, but first time I knew about Scott Hartsock and his truck gunslinger as together was probably the U.S. Truck Fest. Um, watching Inside Monster Jam, stuff like that. Uh, it wasn't until, you know, we started knowing more about him was the TNN Motor Madness days, uh, especially where we lived. I lived near, you know, you know, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and West Virginia, and you lived in BFE Canada and we didn't get the chance to go see Scott from the Southeast portion of the United States, even though he, and, but the thing is, is by that time he was a stadium caliber truck. So any stadium that was pretty much at that, you know, hype, he was going to be there. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't go. I mean, the closest stadium I think was the RCA dome and my parents were going to drive, you know, five hours for me to get there. I was too young, but, um, there was one time I saw him live first time in 2002. So in that show, I think Scott already did his rollover in Houston, so he was running without a front bumper. Um, and I think that truck that was with him was Rage and Steel, or Wrenchhead.com too. And my, I don't know which one, but his second truck was there. So I remember because both of his trucks were holding the net for the Cannon Lady. But uh, that was a good show. And then, um, yeah, so pretty much, I mean... I was just doing a timeline on when I finally got to see him, but yeah, mostly I got to know him more from like the 1999 TNN Motor Madness too. Yeah. You know when Speed picked up because I remember when he was, I remember reading up on Truck World and the falling out between Monster Jam and Bigfoot. So I was a Ford boy. Yes, I was a Ford boy back in the day. I loved Davy Allison, John Force, uh, then Dale Jarrett. Uh, you know, when, uh, when anything with the blue oval, when even, uh, Bobby Ray Hall, when he was driving the Miller light, uh, you know, cart car, um, and stuff like that. But, uh, when Bigfoot wasn't there, I didn't have a Ford truck to root for. So, uh, it was, you know, and it was gunslinger. So, uh, I rooted for him a lot in the early days of monster jam. And, and the cool thing is what he was consistently, he consistently ran that way forever, raced hard. You need to pack your lunch bag when you race against him. And uh, a lot. And the cool thing is you saw the truck anywhere. He would at least have Gunslinger at least at one event. Uh, may not do the full four-wheel drive jamboree, but he'll be there at one event. Uh, he may not be at um, some shows as a full truck, but he'll be there just to throw a wrench in anyone's party and whatnot. Um, but, um, for me, another thing, uh, it was cool talking to him when, uh, I started working for monster jam. Um, first time I actually, a uh, second time I saw him as a fan was in Hagerstown, Maryland in 2013. Um, he was there with the, you know, a stack lineup, but he held his own. And then I, um, always talked about, <laughs> his truck and stuff like that. And then when I started working for the company, um, we started not talking about the trucks. We talked about, you know, guns and hunting and fishing and, uh, the Florida life. Um, and it was pretty cool. And, but he always came up to me and he, even on my Facebook page, I put, uh, he said, Oh, not you again. And he laughed and grabbed the back of my neck and like, ah, shook me. And, and uh, 
but outside of that, I mean, that's all we, you know, talk about was not even anything remotely involving monster trucks. Um, you know, um, he was very, he was, uh, he was someone that, uh, uh, very informative, kind of like a, a sensei, I guess, or something like that. But, um, if you had trouble, he was always going to talk to you no matter what. But, um, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, go ahead and talk about you, uh, Brad, uh, when you actually saw him through, uh, you know, the television lens and, and, uh, the 99 season or the 2000 season. And what did you think about Scott? Well, you know, I, re- I remember the 2000 season pretty well. Um, you know, that's when I was like, my parents would tape it as I'm watching it too. So I could watch it later. And I remember ordering the first world finals on pay-per-view and, you know, you had all these, you know, you had the diggers and, you know, all these big names. And then you have gunslinger who was, you know, a big name at the time, but compared to like where Tom was and where Dennis was, you know, he was a little bit, you know, pun, you know, intended, not intended outgunned, you know, but Uh you know, that season he kicked ass. Like, uh, was it, um, Tampa 99 or Tampa 2000 where he, he, uh, got the win over Mensa of the final round. I forget what year that, that was. That was Orlando in 2000. Yeah, Orlando 2000. And Mike Nugent just posted here a little while ago is when uh, he was having his interview after he won. He's like, all I want to know is where's my checkered flag? Because they brought back the checkered flag around that time. And, you know, Scott, and, and you mentioned it earlier, you know, whenever you had to race him, you, you had, you know, the lunch, you had to pack your lunch bag. You know, we, we were chatting a little bit about it before this, you know, um, you know, Gary Porter had the nickname Mr. Consistency, but another person that can have that nickname was Scott Hartsock. Scott Hartsock. You know, Scott would, he had, and, and Cheech mentioned it too, he had the racist mentality, you know, just like Mark Hall, Gary Porter. He had that mindset as you, when you go up to that starting line, you put it on kill mode. You know, you have to bring it against Scott because Scott will sneak up and get you. And, and that's what, that's what happened. You know, that's what happened that night in Orlando, you know, Everybody's expecting Tom Mentz, you know, coming on the scene, brand new truck with Goldberg, you know, the big sponsorship. Scott comes out, kicks his ass, you know. And even in freestyle, Scott never, you know, in that season, he never let down for anybody. You know, he had that truck always turned up. You know, there was not many trucks around that time doing power wheelies. Digger 7, obviously, everybody knows Atlanta 2000. But Scott was also pulling power wheelies, too. You know, a lot of people don't remember that. Scott's truck, he just, it, it just like, man, there's, there was something about that combination of how he drove and that truck that just made it amazing. And, you know, we go to the world finals, very first world finals, he makes it the final round. You know, you would have, you would have expected, you know, uh, you know, Digger and Goldberg. No, you have Gunslinger. Goldberg, you know, um, what do you remember about the, about the the world finals in 2000 Cheech? Because that was, that was kind of a, uh, in a way, a, I hate to say it in this term, but a coming out party for Scott, because he was kind of the underdog at that point. Yeah. With everything that was going on with Goldberg and, and uh, the domination Tom was having, Scott was the guy that was biting at the bit to take him down. And yeah, he took him down in Orlando but the main his main reason was to get the first world finals 
win. And, uh, uh, you know, he swung out a little bit too wide against Tom, and it cost him the win. But um, still, you know, the atmosphere was still between those two trucks. And uh, like Josh says, he won fair and square, and that's the bottom line uh, in Orlando. And he did it, and he did it with uh, confidence. One thing I loved about Scott was his interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, was very, very confident. People say me cocky and stuff like that, but it wasn't. It was confident. He knew his truck. By the way, he was one of the few trucks that was running a Ford power plant. Yeah. Um, so I give him – that's one respect I always loved about, you know, Gunslinger was – that's why I followed him was a true Ford power plant. When I found out about Blue Thunder, I was like, oh, that's cool. And they just stuck it out saying, a, you know, a 540 big block, you know, motor, and I looked into it, and it was a Chevy block. So, you know, the the fun thing is built for tough with Chevy parts. But um, his truck wasn't. And I always respected, you know, the Vodders and Foot. Uh, they still ran, you know, the, the, you know, Ford body with the Ford motor. And, um, but anyway, his interviews were top notch. And if anyone in, that's coming into the monster truck world or anyone that, uh, you know, want to look at someone that, um, you know, his, his uh, charisma was great, would be watching a Scott Hartsock interview. Um, you know, you know he, he made that truck, his performance backed up to what he was talking about, which made that truck dangerous. Yep. And uh, someone put on Phantom Media, Phantom Media, no one has drove the truck outside of Scott. That is wrong. His son, Michael, has drove it. I think his daughter has too. So it's still within the family. But if anyone does those fan wiki or whatever that does with the gunslinger, there has been more than one person has drove the truck outside of Scott, but it's within the family. Um, if you want to be technical, Cowboy was a gunslinger truck. Yep. And Scott uh, Scott like Scott uh, Reynolds, Ron Reynolds, whatever his name is. Um, Steve Reynolds. Steve Reynolds, thank you. Was uh he drove that truck. So, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just going out there. I saw that in the, the fanp.com, whatever that's called. But anyway, I was getting off topic. Um, yeah, I mean, like uh, Lee Plato said, the old gunslinger, the cowboy truck, is still with Kid KJ. It was the truck back in the early 2010s, and it was called the Black Knight. Um, you know, and uh, that'd be cool to see and stuff like that, to see that truck back and running. Uh, that Black Knight still has kind of the, some a little bit of the te- previous technology that the Gunslinger has. Uh, the truck itself now is you know has dual shocks, uh, King Nitrogen with coilovers and stuff like that, and and uh, you know it's still rocking the still rocking the you know to this day. Um, Josh also said you would love to hear an interview with Mike Wine and Scott Hardsock. I really wish we would have brought him. Yeah. Um, to the podcast, uh, you know, it was kind of hard to get a hold of him. Um, I did message the his kids to see if they, but I never got a message back. But it is what it is. Um, you know, hopefully, I mean, we just we just interviewed last week um, his former crew chief, Jeff Sins. Yeah, I didn't and, even know uh, that Jeff uh, crewed with him. Mm-hmm. We, we were in the bathroom when we talked about the storyline. 
Okay. Um, but uh, he started he, after he ran with Randy Brown and stuff. He started uh, working with Scott because he was close to their home, and then he kind of took them under the wing when Cody and was uh, dating now his future wa- his wife. Uh, you know, um, Jeff's sister, and uh, they just became one big happy family. You know, big group, and uh, it was cool to hear stories about that. Um, the love and the support that I've been seeing throughout Facebook of in the monster truck community is outpouring. Um, it's wonderful. I haven't heard one bad thing. Um, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, he was a popular driver. He was a popular man. Now he's probably gonna be a legend. So, and, uh, that is okay. That is great because we can learn something from him. And, um, you know, and that's something that we all need to do. But, um, like I said, like he will talk to you like he knew you for 20 years and that's a special talent. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's talent as a talent thing, but when someone can make you feel comfortable to be yourself around them and he's all right with it, then so be it. But, um, I'm sorry for taking over here. Uh, Brad. No worries, no worries. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's going to be kind of one of those episodes where we just kind of just go back and forth and may blab yeah. a little bit too long, but who cares? It's we're remembering one of our favorites, and you know it's it's you know, it's just how it is. But um, yeah, I mean, let's talk about the leap. Um, yeah, well, I want to uh, kind of start off this part with a video. Um, so back in around 2010, uh, in the MTM2 world, Monster Truck Madness 2, there was a league called uh, Monster Jam Madness, and I kind of took it upon myself to do a re- kind of recreations in MTM2 of certain moments. So I had Dennis Anderson winning his first racing title, um, uh, Tom Mensch jumping over uh, his truck, uh, I think you said World Finals 7 uh, in the fountain, and I made this video um, from World Finals 3, so check this out, guys. That's where the leader is going to stay tonight. Well, you, and, uh, you and Mr. Hartzlock have talked a lot of smack about each other anyway, so you get a shot at him here. But he's going right to the bus. I like this. He can turn it on anytime he wants to, you know. Look at him out there. He's going right after it all. He's going to let it rip. He's going to make the most of this. This is a big stack right here. Oh, yeah, look at that. Woo! <laughs> you get wound up just watching. <laughs> now, is anybody going to be able to get over that big fan over there? You see him trying to launch over. Oh, oh is that some great yeah. Wow! Yeah, so uh, I made that video back in uh, 2010, and I still remember watching that moment on pay-per-view. And, and if memory serves me correct, Cheech, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Scott was fairly early in the freestyle order of that event. Um, yeah. I think it was like either like second or third, if, if I'm correct, because Medusa was first. She comes out and her run wasn't spectacular. Then Scott comes out and just like that, that leap will forever be burned in my, into my brain. You know, the, the commentary and everything, because at the time that was the biggest error we had seen at world, at the world finals, you know, 
Oh, yeah, it was. It was. I remember because it was the first ever World Finals I ever ordered a pay-per-view. And um, I was like, oh, I can't. Uh, I got to do this. So me and my uh, uh, couple of my good friends, we just, you know, uh, we, were, we were cutting grass. We had enough money to just tell our parents here. Or, well, Ashland's parents, here's the money order it and they did <laughs> so uh uh it wasn't even even on the mark we knew there was gonna be like sales and stuff like that so we went ahead uh we went ahead and uh gave a little bit extra more but we didn't care we had uh pizza hut pizza and chicken wings and watching uh the world final story and you know it was pretty cool because um Ooh, who's this Brad? You're getting your diabetes under control, bud. Hey, there's some people taking care of you there, Brad. We'll talk about yeah. that in a little bit here. Yes, but um, um, and uh, you know the 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 brothers Ashlyn Zach were fans of the Gunslinger in general because I took them to their first Monster Truck show, Monster Jam event at Pittsburgh that same year, and and uh, uh, they were fans of that truck throughout, and then they found out that truck was there at the world finals and it did the leap and you know they were fans of that guy for the day until you know they stopped spot following the sport but they'll still remember gunslinger and the leap of faith um like i mean he broke some rear shocks and lee also said that had a hurt probably did um but you know what he did it and now it's gonna be forever in the memories of world finals and uh and, and Levi with the the quote from uh, Scott's interview, thought it landed in Arizona somewhere, you know, and that just, you know, when you were talking about Scott's interviews, that just kind of shows, you know, the kind of humor, you know, that he might have broken some parts and, you know, the run didn't probably didn't go the way that he wanted to, but he always was humble about it no matter what. Like, he always had a good attitude. Well, let's take a break a little bit from Scott and let's talk about your update. How's that going and uh, how you been? It's good. I'm staying sugar-free. You know, I got some sugar-free drinks and got my Coke Zero, so it's going good. I met with a specialist a couple days ago and uh, meeting with a dietitian soon, so going to the gym, you know, getting this thing under control. So, uh, by the way, Chad, thank you. Thank you for the uh, message there, dude. Uh, good, to see you at the, good to see you on the podcast here. So, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Josh with, the, with a good comment here. His interview next to the showgirl still makes... Him laugh. I'm impervious to pain with her next to me, <laughs> and, and that's one thing. Like with, with Scott, he was always humble. You know, mm-hmm. you were, you were, you mentioned it earlier. Like he, it, even if you see him, you met him at a show, and it's maybe like a few years later, he'd still remember you. You know, I never got the. I, unfortunately, I never got the chance to see him run live or meet the man in person. I always wanted to. It would have been cool to see the old gunslinger at the uh, Calgary Stampede grounds when when Monster Jam did events there or does events there because it kind of you know the whole cowboy thing would would have fit perfectly. But you know that's one thing like it, it's just man it's it's still you know, it's still a shocker. But like you know um, Scott was at I don't even know how many World Finals he was at. He was a consistent figure at, at most of them i think it was from 2000 to 2005 and then the next time he went back was in 2010 yeah and and you know he was still he was you know still running like amazingly 
you know, like, you know, uh, he's my, my, my favorite, uh, paint scheme that he always run was the original. You know, I still like how that font was and it's just, it looked clean when they started adding the bullets on the side and, you know, the character on the side that got too busy for me. I just, I just, I liked his truck plain and simple. You know, and that's the one thing, like, his trucks, even though the, the graphics I might not have liked, he kept his trucks clean. You know, his uh-huh. trucks were maintained amazingly. You could you could lick the chassis and you you wouldn't, nothing would come out off of it. You know, Don't do that. Just, no, no, I, I, I don't do that, but it's just, it's a metaphor. You know, he, he kept his trucks clean and on even on TV, they appeared just amazing. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing about the showmanship of Scott and his product is it will always be good, top-notch. Um, you know, there's there's trucks in life that, you know, have to, uh, that is on its other, uh, on another level. And that would be, you know, um... Scott with Gunslinger, Bigfoot, Ram, <laughs> Ramunition, the Hall brothers, uh, you know, Raminator, um, you know, th- there's all sorts of uh, trucks that have that, you know, uh, clean vibe and uh, run hard. I mean, even even the guys that take care of the Gravedigger. Yes, I have to say that. Um, when I was working for Monster Jam, they can get tore up in the dirt. Next week at a display, it's shiny. Um, you know, those guys take care of their stuff. And there's a lot of guys that do too. But, um, you know, there's, there's every single show, you know, Scott or whoever else, the, the trucks run pretty dang good. Like I said, you have to bring your lunch the the face him because he's not going to let you down. Uh, you know, um, he, had, he had a huge fan base. Um Around the Florida area, Matt Steele. Uh, he was a interviewer for Monster Jam, and he was an announcer for Monster Jam uh, back in the mid, mid uh, I think mid nineties to two thousand and three. Um, yeah. He also created the Trucks Gone Wild, which basically led to the popular mega trucks that you see today. Um, and uh, he was telling stories about Scott and uh, how uh, you know. He was kind of cool getting, you know, uh, into the Trucks Gone Wild deal and stuff like that. And and uh, there's a lot of people right now on this comment right now, Brad, that's telling you never lick a monster. Kids don't like licking monster trucks. See, Perry said he likes the bullets on the side of the truck. Um, my favorite, my favorite paint scheme is still the 2000 Gunslinger, where it also had the front bumper. Uh, but the worst one that I didn't like was the one that was like in the mid two thousands, like from Oh four to I think Oh seven. It was just with the curse of gunslinger yeah. handwriting. And then oh. he ran that same paint scheme as a Chevy. And I didn't yes. like that. Yeah. I, I saw a picture of gunslinger as a Chevy. I'm just like, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh-uh. gunslinger is always a Ford. You don't, you don't know. It's the same thing with the Bigfoot situation, but, you know, uh, once again, don't lick the monster trucks, Brad. You don't know what's dirty. I can't help it. (laughs) 
This is probably the reason why you don't get the sea monster trucks, Brad. <laughs> I just saw the show. I'm going to start looking. Snozberries <laughs> tastes like snozberries. <laughs> oh my carrot's goodness. musky. <laughs> get away, Maluma. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's like. I, I and, and the cool thing was Scott was doing shows even up until this year, like with the All Star Tour, and doing some stuff with the Monster Truck Full Z, Throttle, Full Throttle, the Monster Truck Z, um, you know, and it, it, it's it, and even though they Monster Jam, you know, kind of forced Scott's hand and changed the name to Slinger, it was still good to see Scott performing in the big arenas. You know, that was always awesome to see him at East Rutherford a while back, and you know. Just still kicking his ass, and 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 yeah, Levi just posted he won his last Monster Jam event that he that he was at, you know, and, and that just showed that Scott, even though and not you know, see Mississippi, yeah, and even though that you know the competition has definitely changed in in the sport with the technology, Scott can still go out there with his equipment, which was you know I don't know what year he debuted the chassis he was running, but he could show up in his equipment and still you know put an ass whooping on them. Yeah, the Dirt Crew and Quad Chaos guys have uh, strongly proved that you can have an old chassis, but if you put new technology in, you can run with the best trucks out there. And, uh, you know, Jerry and uh, well, Aaron, when he was working there, and all the rest of the guys, um, you know, Chandler West and all them, they, they put their heart and soul in that, and they proved about the technology that, I mean, you can have an old truck with up-to-date stuff, and you can kick some butt and well scott's gunslinger i think the truck that I was running maybe was about 2013 it was built okay i know he built another chassis i'm not off the top of my head but anyway he always had that type type of technology the truck set a little bit high because of the uh coilover shocks but then he added the king shocks with it and and uh he always had the square tube frame truck but with a little bit of a little bit of a widespread cradle kind of like with a v form but it not as long as a patrick but still you know made it that way and uh that truck handled all the time good and it soaked up everything um and plus he had a lot of horsepower um yeah equalizer did prove that how long that chassis originally from 89 oh yeah um it's not running today. Um, but anyway, sorry, Josh. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> um, that was Boomer talking, right, Josh? <laughs> it wasn't you. Boomer was talking. But, but, like, you know, the fact that Scott, oh, it did run a, he read, they had the Chevy, you know, a little bit there, but, the, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, you know, Scott run the, ran the Ford. You know, even when they switched to, you know, the, the Fiberworks body, the, the more Baja body, he's still stuck with Ford. You know, he was a Ford man through and through, you know, and, like, I'm just, like, looking up pictures of the truck, and I'm just like, man, you know, it's just such a, like, man. Like, there's... It, One more thing before we say something, Brad. Josh, are you get upset if Brad sends you a picture of uh, him at the Richard Shitters Museum? Oh, gosh. Oh, Josh, it was, was, was going to be a surprise, Cheech. Nope, I ruined it. Brad's going to try to go to the Richard Shitters Museum and take a picture of him next to your cars. The ones that you got shut down twice at. He's going to text it. 
<laughs> oh, Josh. He goes, yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to make sure it happens. I'm going to make sure it happens, Dig, just so, you know. How I ironic can... would it be if the door shut on you, Brad? <laughs> Leave my cheat with the mic drops. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, you know, it's a... Uh... We're going to miss him, you know, and and um, whatever that the investigations and whatever happens, happens. Um, it was cool to see his stuff back at home and everyone, you know, you know, and um, I, I, I definitely, uh, <laughs> I definitely. I'm sorry, I laughed at Dig. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Uh, if if Brad can't make it to a retro monster truck review before he goes to the Richard Childress, we'll make a episode just about the Richard Childress experience. Yeah, we'll watch a video. We'll watch, you know, the reason why there's orange on his car, not red. People may not realize on the three car, it's orange as the line, not red. Did, did you watch the same video from Mitchell Stapleton on that then? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, wait a second. She's referencing another video. And, 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 and you know, I'm, I'm going to get a, I'm going to you know go on the hauler. I'm, I'm going to sit in the one car that you can sit in. Like, it's going to be the best experience ever, Dig. And, you know, it's, uh. See Richard Childress's shop. I mean his his main building and and man, Josh. It's just, <laughs> so you better get him on, or we'll just you know, you know what's even worse. You know be even worse if Brad does a video like a Facebook Live and like basically shows a tour of him there, and you're you're kind of watching the tour, um, but you know, um. It is what it is. Oh, we got some heated <laughs> stuff going on. It's okay, Brad. Dig won't let me debate Anaheim 1991 with him. Okay, so the the only way Dig can get back at me is going to John Forsh's shop in California. That'd be the only way he could get back at me if I do this. Because no, that that helps. that that is Graceland to me. John Forsh's shop in Yorba Linda, California. That is Graceland to me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? I'm dying. I'm dying. What? You, oh, you don't no, see he's... it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually just found another cool video here of of Scott and Gunslinger that I just found. It's it's the same song as the other music video, but it's actually other footage from Trucks Gone Wild. So check this out, guys. Oh, it's when he's doing freestyles.
such an awesome video. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But oh, well, it's saying someone's it's getting deep in here. <laughs> um, I think Matt Steele did edit some of those uh, um, videos and stuff like that for Monster Jam and and uh, did the ending songs and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. But, um, you know, uh, man, you're going to be surely missed, Scott. And yeah. uh, I really hope Michael and those, and you know, take the charge and, you know, uh, rock it out. And hopefully we'll see the truck back in, you know, Monster Truck shows and or the I Slinger back in Monster Jam. But, um, you know, uh, as of right now, you know, I think they're, they're going to try to collect themselves. But... Um, much love to the, uh, Scott and his family, praying to his family, mm. and uh, just be strong. And, uh, you know, uh, the family all over the United States and Canada, we support you guys. So, yeah. And if, and if you guys haven't checked it out, it's floating around on Facebook and, and, and Instagram and everything. But Scott Douglas at the uh, Renegade Tour this past weekend in Wisconsin Dells um, uh, had a really good. Uh, speech about Scott, which was awesome to hear. Um, you know, it's I, I, I like it's it still doesn't seem real in a way. You know, I was talking to Cheech about this a little bit before, but there's certain deaths of you know race car drivers or actors or, or people that I've looked up to that hit me in in different ways. You know, Ryan Dunn, Paul Walker, you know, um, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt, you know, and and Scott Hartsock is is up there you know scott was somebody that i looked up to you know just even as just a human being and, and how he portrayed himself and as a driver you know and it, it still doesn't seem real you know it's you know one of my favorites i'll never get to see in person it's it's almost like how i feel about neil peart from rush you know i'll never be able to see rush live or see my favorite drummer ever play you know it, it's it still doesn't seem real so um you know uh scott's family i hope you guys you know find peace um i hope god's comforting for comforting you guys right now um i know i've said a couple prayers myself um it's it's i i definitely shed some tears you know it really hit me you know and um and like cheech said you know i hope one day that we'll see the gunslinger name back out there you know cocked locked and ready to rock as always you know and uh you know i i, I one thing that will always stick to me is, you know, the Mega Power Car Care Products Ford Gunslinger, cock locked and ready to rock. You know, it's that'll always stick with me. And, uh, you know, Scott, you'll you'll definitely be missed, man. It's uh, it's not going to be the same without you in the sport. Yeah, it is. But on a side note here, folks, uh, I just want to let you know I got to do a little bit of some plugging. And uh, this next Thursday at Champaign, Illinois, if you guys are around the Illinois area, you're about two hours away from two hours west of Indianapolis, about three hours east of St. Louis. There's gonna be a monster truck show there, 7 p.m. and uh, uh, it's gonna have Raminator, Ramunition, Hotsey, Bigfoot, Reptoid, and Samson to duke it out. Uh, pit party starts at 5:30, uh, and ends at 6:30. Come out, take a look. Bring a sh if you have a show or shine truck, come out and take it there. Or uh, ugly truck contest, come on and take it there. 
Um, so we're also going to have a Ram truck display there, too, so you can climb on in and get a picture inside the Raminator and, uh, and all that jazz, too. So uh, once again, tickets uh, are like 5 bucks to get into the fair, but $10 to watch the show. Um, so that's going to be some cool stuff going on. Uh, so that's, I think the day that's so July like 29th. No, it's a Thursday. Thursday, okay. Mm-hmm. The night beforehand, it'll be some dirt track racing, uh, motorcycle dirt track racing, I believe. So I'm going to try to maybe watch that stuff. But November 20th, big thing. Um, I'm hosting a RC event there um, with at the Hall Brothers shop. There's also going to be a, uh open house there, too. So Raminators will be tired up. Um, there would be merchandise for sale, stuff like that. Uh, there's before classes, a monster truck, RC monster trucks. Uh, there's gonna be some retro sport mod pro mod and, uh, LMT spec, all the rules and regulations, all the rules are going to be on. I have posted on Facebook, uh, through trigger King. So, um, because that's the right group I run with. And uh, as of right now, we got a couple, a uh, lot of good people um, is going to be there. Even Josh is going to be there, uh, YouTube sensation. Um, Trailer Park RC is going to be there. Trailer Trash or Trash tra- Trailer Trash, not Trailer Park. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Freestyle RC is going to be there. Uh, so that's going to be cool. Um, right now, confirmed that Horizon is going to be sponsoring the LMT spec class. So there's going to be some giveaways. Uh, there's going to be some, yeah, like I said, giveaways, raffles, um, awards. So it's going to be uh, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, the flyer will be up and uh, get the okay from the creator uh, maybe in the next couple weeks. Got to take a look at that and stuff like that to send that to uh, two more people. Two more uh, sponsored groups the before then. Um, also, if uh, there's gonna be some drivers there too, uh, Zach Garner and John Zimmer Jr. So, outside of that, there could be also a Hall brother, maybe there, and uh, we'll be there. So, we're gonna have some few monster truck drivers there too. So, come out, uh, get some autographs, um, and hang out with everyone, you know what I mean? So, that'd be pretty cool too. The, the at the uh, RC group, so we're gonna have two rounds of racing and then a freestyle. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's November 20th. Doors open at 7.30 a.m. Uh, racing will start between 9 to 9.30 a.m. First truck's $10, and the trucks after that's $5 if you want to run. Uh, two trucks per class uh, in the retro, the sport mod, I mean pro mod, and then the LMT's one if you want to bring that. Uh, rules and regulations, like I said, in that at the uh the facebook page there too so there's gonna be a lot of cool things going on here folks and uh for me uh i'm just gonna just do my information and i'll just leave it to brad and then we'll be closing with brad so uh go dan chichagosh at facebook uh instagram same thing go check us out uh crush this after instagram did their changes i have no access to the crush this instagram page so uh i don't know i got after i did the updated i got let me see so, if I have access. I don't know if I do. Or yeah, <laughs> I think you do because it's based off your email and stuff like that. And even though you put me in an admin, I think I just, I don't know. They don't like me. It's racist. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't um, even show up for me. Really? Yeah. So I'm going to have to figure that out. Mm, yeah, I got, I got, I couldn't enter the page. But anyway, uh, Agosh RC, um, 
on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, that's uh, and our Crush This page. Take a look at Facebook, YouTube, and if we ever get the handle on Instagram, I guess we'll be able to do that. But um, once again, folks, uh, let's. Uh, I want to thank all our sponsors, and then after that, I'll give it to Brad, uh, Joe from High Octane Coffee, J Concepts, Fred and Jason. Thank you, Justin Stories, Making Tracks Comic Book, ten dollars a pop on Amazon. Go ahead and take a look. Support some love. It's a good book. It's a good comic book too. If you're into that stuff, uh, Bat Channel Productions. Take a look at that on YouTube. Nick Davis does a fantastic job jb scale graphics for any of your needs to make your truck look right and good go take a look at jb scale graphics you know shout out from one of their uh, main uh uh drivers same thing with jane concepts josh rhodes said you know go ahead get after him if you want your truck looking pretty good and also levi shones is also a driver for jb scale so is myself so uh show some love for him and also, uh, 6B Apparel, $100 a pop for our crew shirts. You can get the new wave or old school Loken one. And uh, also some new things coming out. But check that stuff out. The guy is also a former Monster Jam, techni- uh, not technician, but official, and a great guy to be around. And uh, next week will be Michael Christensen. So like I said before, folks, we pushed him up so we could do this episode. And he understand, and he was pretty cool about that. So you're going to go check out the driver, the Vendetta. Uh, also, uh, you know, uh, crew, crew chief of the, uh, the Lucas Oil Crusader. And, uh, I don't know if that was Brian. Well, either or, uh, yeah, he'll be on. So, uh, that's next week. So Brad, uh, I'm going to let you close it out. All right. So, uh, for me, um, my screen's kind of frozen. Hopefully you guys can, can you still hear me, Cheech? Hello. Am I still on? Okay, I'm still here. Okay. Um, for me, um, <laughs> okay, you're good now. Okay. Um, you're hilarious. You're hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> goodness gracious me, oh my. Um, for, what? As for me, <laughs> what? Does it, I guess say goodness gracious me, oh my? What? No. Uh, <laughs> man, there's something wrong with my microphone and my earphones. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to be in the U.S. Uh, coming up close to a month away um, from, I think it's uh, October, or no, not, not October, duh. Um, uh, August 31st to about the 13th of September. So I'm going to be in uh, Indy for the U.S. Nationals. I'm also going to check out the Hall Brothers shop on my way there. And I'm going to be around the North Carolina area, Asheville, Charlotte. So if you guys are around that area, I'd love to meet you guys uh, to hang out, you know, um, gonna definitely go to the uh, RCR shop and uh, you know make somebody very jealous <laughs> as we discussed earlier um, and yeah if you guys want to follow me on any social media it's at under the monster truck Canucker um, Bradshaw on Facebook Bradshaw designs check it out and you know I normally say keep the rubber side down the shine set up but for this episode guys I'm gonna do something a little bit different guys always remember to keep it locked cocked and ready to rock everybody all right Well, once again, guys, thank you for uh, coming on the episode, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.